Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. Now, news that the early intervention class in Kilbritton National School is to close from June of this year has come as a huge shock to parents and children. That's according to Cork Southwest Independent Dáil Deputy Michael Collins, who's calling for the decision to be reversed. And Michael joins me and in a couple of minutes I'll be speaking with Susan Thomas, who's a mother of a little boy who was due to start there in September. But first, Deputy Michael Collins joins me. Good afternoon to you, Michael. Good afternoon. Uh, now, uh, what reason has been given for the closure of this early intervention class? Well, it seems to be a decision that came out of the blue. The nationwide plan, it's a nationwide plan, and it does affect, obviously, Kilburton and its surrounds, because quite a lot of uh, parents and children were using the, the, the school in, in Kilburton, and it was an excellent school with excellent teachers. They're saying now that the National Council for Special Education, uh, who they're planning to phase out early intervention classes, uh, the plan, no, the new plan apparently includes sending all children to regular Montessori school and for children we say additional needs to be able to avail of the access to inclusion, the model, support, AIMS. But educationalists worldwide agree that early intervention, we often heard about early intervention being the buzzword, is the key to, uh, to the success of children with ESD. Uh, so, I mean, you can't, I suppose, read anything about ESD uh, in any uh, of the educational booklets, but it talks about early intervention. And on top of that, uh, Patricia, the locals, the local people in Kilburton raised tens of thousands of Euro- euros to make sure this unit was open. And the, the, the Board of Management recently raised 40,000 for the, the playground there, a special playground, and done some excellent work there. And it comes as a, a shock to the local community and a shock not just alone to the people Kilburton, but the surrounding areas, because I was talking to parents from local communities who took their children from that school to the Kilbritton unit because there was a special unit and was was doing such excellent work. No, they're left in a a difficult decision to be made. Maybe they have to go back to the schools that they're... How many many children currently attend the early intervention class, do you know? Well, in this special unit, there were six students um, using uh, this special special unit as such. And obviously, they would need uh, a lot more. But, you know, it was was a start in the right direction. In 2019... 
uh, they were fundraising, and I remember myself uh, under the guys Con McCarthy there in Kilbritton was in the board of managers, asked us to spend a day in the ploughing championships. Margaret Peters and others collecting there for that, this unit in Kilbritton. So there was a lot of money raised, and 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 fairness, they, they were very well focused. They had highly qualified teachers, and and you know it it it, it really encouraged parents from a surrounding area to bring their children there, and they're left you know in shock. And I I'm really pleading with the National Council of Special Education to give us a real genuine reason as to why they closed with we'll Kilbritton, but other. Um, other early intervention units throughout the country uh, and, and the Minister of Education has to come up with answers here because, as I say, they're always pushing the early intervention. No, early intervention seems to be um, a historic word and I'd like to know what are they replacing it with. Do you think it's cost? Is the reason? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm worried that it's, 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 it's down to money and if it's down to money, it's a bad decision because, you know, children with ASD will be coming to main, mainstream schools with, with no early intervention and that's bad news for them children. Some children come to the main school in, 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 in you know, having picked up so much and having got so much help along the way. It has been such a success today. I just plead that the minister will pull back from this decision and, and, and re-look at it and look at the model, you know, look at a place like it, but now it has worked and, and encourage that to stay open and maybe, maybe encourage its growth. And by the way, how did the early intervention classes find out that they were going to have to close in June? Did they know that this decision was being made or did it come like a bolt out of the blue? Well, it looks to me as if from uh, my information uh, from school is that they obviously they had funding up until the end of, uh, we'll say, June 2022. So funding was required until uh, to start again for incoming students that were coming and they were informed when they applied for this funding that that funding would not be available to, um, uh, going ahead from 2000, June 2022 onwards. So, as I say, it's coming as a bold little blue to them. We're not giving up a load of fight here. Um, okay, so it's when the school year ends for this year, which will be, which will be June. Is, yeah. Stay there because I want to bring in uh, Susan uh, Thomas. Uh, good morning to you, or good afternoon to you, Susan. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. I'm, I, listen, thank you for joining us on the programme because this is directly going to affect you and your family. Tell me about your son, Adam, and why this unit will, is so important for Adam. Absolutely, yeah. I suppose Adam is three and a half and we have a diagnosis of autism and he is nonverbal at the moment. Um, and I have seen he is, after spending one since last September in another class um, in Carrigaline that I had to take him to to get a place from Bandon. And I have seen in terms of early intervention what it is it's night and day how far he's come which it, which to me tells me even more how vital um, early intervention is for children with autism um, it's absolutely so so vital and for me to have been get, gotten a phone call last week to be told oh we would have had a place for your son but actually the class is closing so we don't have it anymore it's just it was absolutely heartbreaking and the first that was my first emotion I felt and then I was just extremely disappointed and crossed to actually think of the extent of what they, what that what this is going to mean for our children, you know. And your plan and your hope was that Adam would go there in September. Absolutely, yeah. He has a place. He actually is one of the children, and um, would say approved or enrolled, supposedly going to be enrolled um, for September. But because of them closing it, it, it's not going to happen by the looks of it now. So if it does close, and we we won't give up hope yet, we we, yeah. we, we won't give up hope yet. But if it does close. Where does Adam then go? This is the this is the burning question, I suppose. Um, Clannacilty is the next closest um, 
class, I suppose, to us here locally. And then after that, it's Skibbereen, which is, as you know, from Bandit Skibbereen, it's a fair a fair trek out there. But all these units will be, and these classes will be full by now. That's the problem. You have to put your child's name down so far in advance for anything that you need. That there's no, the, my options are now very, very limited, which is, it's actually very worrying as a parent and very concerning for the long-term effects that it will have on my child, which is which is the most important thing. And Michael, you you said the option now is that the that that the children with a diagnosis. I mean, Adam has a diagnosis. Are to go into mainstream? Is is that what they what you said? That's uh, well. They're saying the plan includes we say sending all children to regular Montessori school. Okay, our yeah, well, children with Susan, Susan, what would regular Montessori? Would that be of any help to Adam? Not really. No, to be quite honest with you, Adam needs um, more one to one. I suppose education and to be taught one-to-one like it's very very specific the way early intervention classes teach and educate children with autism because they have additional needs this is the very reason why we look into early intervention for our children and not put them into a one cap fits all regular Montessori which has been proven across the years in and out to not work for children with autism it's not the right it's not the right route and it could be very detrimental um, to our children and, and needless to say that even senior psychologists within the brothers of charity have said this and have written to the, the National Council for Special Education saying that if you close this early intervention class, it will have detrimental effect on our children. I'm not really sure what more a senior person in that level of education needs to tell these people for them to actually listen and for them to not per se do this disclosure. It's just fathoming, you know. And isn't it also fair to say, Susan, there's a lot of there's many more children out there who will need the services oh, of someone like an early intervention. They just haven't been, di- haven't got a, an official absolutely. diagnosis yet. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can imagine now with COVID, that there's backlogs in everything. Yeah. Never mind the, the diagnosis for families. So what's going to happen is a, a bomb is going to be dropped on a family with the, with the word of autism and you're literally going to be thinking until you decide or try and find out yourself what's the next step? What do I do? How can I help my child? Which is the most important thing. Um, and then for us not to have something in our locality um, for us and for families going forward I, like I'm not fighting and raising this issue just for my son I'm raising it for families to come down the line you know it, it might not be any listeners per se problem at the moment but it'll eventually hit everyone's door it might be your own son or daughter your grandson or daughter you know anyone like it, it, it is affecting a lot of families and for us not to have and for them to be closing, I suppose, a class that has been proven to be so good has the facilities. I mean, even the teacher out there has just undertaken a master's and is due to graduate this month, specifically in the area of special education. So we've got the best of the best in terms of teachers and facilities in the in the class, um, the early intervention class out there. And we're just still, still the closure looming, I suppose, you know. Yeah, they're, and they're the kind of expertise we need, want, and we need, we, need to, we need to hang on to. Uh, Michael, I, I imagine a huge shock locally to this news. Definitely, and I've been contacted quite a lot of people, even far more than we'll say the six places are available. I think we should be fighting as politicians for uh, an extension to the, to the classroom and, and more classroom spaces, not be in a situation where we might be losing all the classroom spaces. And I cannot understand how the National Council for Special Education has decided to abandon this proven early childhood model, which has been shown to yield benefits, Patricia, in academic achievement, behaviour improving, social skills and building self-esteem. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a very, very backward step, which will have serious, in my view, serious repercussions for our children. And can you, can you bring it up with the Minister for Education in the Dáil? 
hundred percent. My aim to bring right. it up this week in the doll and see okay. if we get a get a, a change of mindset. Uh, okay, come back to us on that, Michael. Will you and will, uh, yes. keep us informed, uh, Susan? Hang in there, Adam's lucky Thank to you. have you fighting his corner. <laughs> uh, stay stay strong. And uh, Michael, just a quick question to you. Somebody wants to know: Are your clinics back up and running? And if so, where are they held? Are you I back have- doing clinics? I had about 25 clinics this weekend that were advertised in the South of Star on my Facebook all the way from Kinsale to Argoon. Okay, you're back up and running is the main thing. I'm running for the last six weeks I'd say up and running. All Uh, right, okay. All right, listen, God bless you, Michael. Thanks a million. Bye Thanks bye. a million. Bye bye. And that is Independent Doll Deputy uh, Michael Collins. But that really is devastating news. Devastating news for the families of everybody and for the school and the work that's gone in there locally. That playground, you know, that local people fundraised for so that the children attorney that early intervention a class could have the best of the best in their area that they didn't always have to travel to get the best of uh, facilities. So let's uh, keep our fingers crossed and hope that that decision can be reversed by the National Council for Special Education. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.